welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers get up to and what we're looking forward to this coming weekend. It is episode 14, week 14. It is playoffs, baby. Uh, that means that the regular season has come to a close, and there is a lot to talk about. Week 13, lucky number 13 for some, unlucky number 13 for others, is done. It's in the books, and uh, let's uh, just talk about what happened first. So uh, let's see. Matt is now 76. He just kind of sort of definitely, definitely made the playoffs. Congratulations, Matt, with a uh, actually a pretty dismal win over Beach, uh, who's now 7-6 and six as well. So 60 to 55, Matt uh, had barely any um, uh, decent games from his roster, but was saved by Beach somehow playing Nick Foles, uh, who had a negative three over Dak, who was on Beach's bench with a 26. Beach outscored his bench by uh, just one point. Uh, Tom is uh, now four and eight and one. He ended his season with a really nice win over Scott, who's now seven and five and one to cap off his season, eighty-four to fifty-nine. Uh, Deshaun Watson had a nice game, and so did Jack Doyle and Keenan Allen. So well done, Tom. Scott was pretty limited by uh, getting a zero from Will Fuller and a one from George Kittle, and only a five from Mike Evans. So a lot of people that um, you know are are normally good for him uh, just didn't have good weeks. So unlucky Scott, but. Still in the playoffs. Uh, Glenn is now 6-6-1, six, six and one, had a blowout win over Colin, who's now 6-7-0, and and oh, 106-49. Huge blowout. So Glenn had Galladay, 21, um, and then uh, Derrick Henry had 19, and even Will Lutz logged a 17. Um, and so that was, that was a great game from Glenn. Uh, Colin had only 49, so he had a lot of things go wrong. Uh, Ron John Jones, Ronald Jones, uh, had a zero. And he had pretty not great showings from everybody, which is kind of what you need to get a 49. So kind of impressive, but not in that way. Um, So anyway, sorry, uh, just got distracted by something out the window here. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Derek is now 3-10-0, capping it off with a win also. Uh, Wait, he finally had a nice game from his team, but he had the bad luck to face Pete. So he didn't cap it off with a win. Sorry, Derek. Pete, uh, or, you know, just spoiled that. Uh, Pete had a 109, uh, highest score in the league. Well, not an amazing score, by the way. The league just did not do well in this last week, I think. Uh, Derek had a 93. That was one of the higher scores um, and actually had, a, had you know, good stuff happen with his team. So he, uh, he led with Rodgers and Raheem Mostert, um, but Pete was just too solid to beat. You know, he's got Lamar Jackson. He's got a really solid roster. You're Pete. Even with, uh, you know, he got a 20 from his New Orleans defense. Great defense there. So, uh, yeah, sorry for the fake out there. Derek, uh, you know, ended a, ended a season the way he did most of the season, frankly, with, with an unfortunate loss. It, it just has not been a great year for Derek. Uh, let's see. Craig is now 6-7 and seven now. He had a great win over Drew, 110-90. to 90. Uh, Craig was led by Pete, uh, by Pete Wentz, Carson Wentz, uh, and Devontae Adams. Drew was pretty solid through the roster with nobody excelling, but definitely had a few issues, and that kept him from the win for sure. Um, so it uh, definitely was an interesting week. I'd say we didn't score a lot of points. Uh, Craig had the highest score with 110. Congratulations, Craig. Uh, the little score was 
Colin, obviously, of 49. Oh, I forgot to talk about myself. I'm sorry. I got a win somehow over John. Um, you know, uh, it was I'm now seven and five and one. John's now eight and five and zero. Oh. John got second place in the league, so I prevented John from taking first in the league. Uh, I, I scored a hundred points, which is like fine. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's not amazing, but it's good. Um, and I really feel like I proved that I am as much of a curse as John. Um, and we'll talk about that later. Um, more lucky than good. So I had early bagels from Hollywood Brown and Tevin Coleman. But I was saved by a good game from Chris Carson on Monday night of the Seahawks. But I was more saved by a zero from Tyler Lockett on John's side and only 20 from Russell Wilson, who definitely has the potential to go off. So I made the playoffs, um, which means Glenn didn't. I'm sorry, Glenn. Uh, you, you played well. Um, I just couldn't believe it. I went to bed in Eastern time thinking, OK, I'm playing in the beer bracket, going to try to win all the beer. And Yahoo faked me out with those projections once again. And, uh, you know, I woke up on Tuesday realized uh, I made the playoffs and told Tanya and uh, she didn't care. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Yahoo faked me out real big. Um, I did a little bit of like, I don't want to call it sandbagging, um, but definitely emotionally preparing myself for the beer bracket after trying decently hard or having a, a nice bounce back during the season. And uh, I just got to say, it's not sandbagging if you actually believe you're going to fail, which I did. So I was surprised there. Um, yeah, and Beach got kept out of the playoffs with with that loss uh, from Matt. Matt made the playoffs, and uh, let's uh, we'll talk about the playoffs pictures in a sec. Sorry, I'm, my head's all over the place. I'm low on sleep. Um, let's talk about regular season reflections. So, um, you know, I said it. I'm basically as much of a curse with John. I had 16 more points against over or 16 fewer points against over 13 games, but also John lost to me for basically no reason. So uh, let's let's call it a wash, you know, equal handshaky there. We're both uh, bad luck for everybody else in the league. Um, gotta say, most impressive streak, uh, Pete had a, is on a five-game win streak. So he's ending his season strong. He was sort of middle of the pack, and then he was top of the middle of the pack, and now he's top of the pack, and now he's won the whole darn league. Um, so we got top spot, first round by. Did this uh, over John by just 19 points. So very close when you think about it, over 13 games. That's less than two points per game, obviously. Um, and Pete, well done. Uh, let's say on the other side, Craig is probably the most unlucky person in terms of points. Uh, if you just talk about the aggregate, he had the third most points for in the entire league, 1,260 points. So that's more than Pete, who won the league, or John, who's in second place. And also more than Matt and more than me. And all four of those people made the top level playoffs. Craig has a buy in the beer bracket and, you know, basically didn't have a chance to uh, to make the top playoffs um, when you look at the math and, and the record. So maybe that's because Craig's team is very explosive. Like when he's big, he's really big. He got one of the highest uh, scores in the entire league this year. Um, but, you know, also had some some down weeks as well. So uh, unlucky Craig, um, you know. Talking more about Pete, he had the most roster moves, which wasn't surprising given how many moves he tended to make from, from prior years. And, uh, you know, I close to that, I think a, a couple of us were within striking distance of that. But, um, you know, Pete definitely had the most roster moves. He still has money, though. Matt and I have spent all of our money. Also, Craig has a buy in the beer bracket and has the third most points in, in the entire league and uh, spent $3 all year of his fab. And he outscored uh, Matt and I who each spent all our money. So uh, maybe Craig just drafted better. 
Maybe he just spends his money more wisely. Maybe money doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. Hard to say. Uh, speaking of money, uh, there were some transactions uh, of, of, you know, some note, I suppose, in the past week or so. Um, and also in hindsight, talking about the prior week, um, I got to say, Colin getting Rashad Penny, I called it out last week, but for $15, Rashad Penny looks like he's going to be great for the playoffs. So, Colin, good luck to you. Uh, that that seems like it's going to be a move that will pay off over the next few weeks. So, well done. Um, but it's the end of the season. So, while people spent some money, there was not money spent all in the same place. We had, for the first time this season, zero contested transactions on the waiver wire. It has never happened before this year. But we also never had this few of Fab Budget left. So I suppose, you know, the likelihood of that happening over the season uh, continues to increase as the season goes on. So maybe that works. Also, I was on a 13-hour flight with no Wi-Fi and forgot about time zones, so I landed in New Delhi. Oh, yeah, I'm in India. Um, but I landed in New Delhi, and waivers had already happened. So the, way, the moves I made were just sort of free agent moves. Um, but nobody contested them. So... Yeah, there we go. Um, so in uncontested spending, P picked up Ryan Fitzmagic for $2. Matt got Josh Allen for $1, so a couple quarterback moves there, uh, spending money. Drew got the Minnesota D for $1, and Derek got Noah Fant, the tight end in Denver, uh, for $10. Um, in free agent moves, I got the uh, Green Bay defense. Scott got Sam Darnold. Colin got the L.A. Rams D and dropped the L.A. Chargers D because he swapped them back L.A. for L.A. I guess it's meaningless when you're – when you're calling, you get free L.A. trades as long as you stay local. Why not? Uh, Scott picked up Gardner Minshew uh, after Nick Foles got benched, so good job, Scott. Uh, Beach got James Washington. Matt got Dan Bailey, the kicker. Uh, and Pete got Darwin Thompson of the Kansas City Chiefs. So not a huge, huge, uh, I don't know, week for moves. i got to say, some pickups that I love in that uh, would be Sam Darnold for Scott. Sam Darnold has an amazing schedule and is actually starting to look like a quarterback again, so that's great. Derek getting Noah Fant for $10. It's a lot of spend, but when you have the money, why not? It's the end of the season. And uh, Beach picking up James Washington, also a pretty savvy move. That guy's been uh, pretty good lately with that backup quarterback. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a bell on me because I didn't bring a bell with me to India, but ding, ding, ding. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Scott. Why not? Gardner Minshew. I love a Gardner Minshew narrative. Uh, let's go with Scott for transaction of the week. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, we're, we're, I, my mind's all over the place, guys. I'm sorry. Call it jet lag, call it fatigue from travel, call it everything else. But, um, yeah, it, we, we got playoffs to talk about. Let's talk about them. Uh, so Pete and John have buys, so screw them. Let's, uh, talk about the top bracket. Uh, the games in the quarterfinals are Chris versus Drew, me versus Drew, rivals again, coming down to it in the playoffs. We thought, you know, at some point this, is inevitable. Um, Drew has a slight edge, according to Yahoo, but it's not enough to matter. It's like eight points or something like that. If it's under 10, it's basically a coin flip at this point. Um, so that's going to be a close game. Also, Matt versus Scott. I mean, what, the Commonwealth Games here? We got Canada versus uh, Australia. I don't know. Um, or I guess Britain versus Australia. Yeah, Scott's English, right? Yeah. Um, it's also within 10 points. So these are going to be some very, very close games, according to Yahoo. Obviously, I don't expect it to stay very close for each of these games, but there's just no telling which way it's going to go. Um, in the bottom bracket, we've got Colin versus Tom. Colin currently has the edge by five points. Again, nothing 
These are basically even. Um, also, Craig versus Derek. Uh, Craig definitely has an edge in this one over Derek. Sorry. Uh, but but also uh, the Craig revenge narrative for scoring high and, and continuing his his consistent. I don't know. The second half of the season has just been so consistent. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because you're going to give this guy beer to play for. Like, dude already has access to beer. A lot of it. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, well done, Craig. Uh, or I guess not well done. Well, uh, well positioned, Craig. And, and we'll see how that works out. Who knows? Derek could just go on a run and, and win it all still. So, um, yeah, a lot of playoffs. Let's see. Oh, and, and Beach and Glenn are also on by. So screw them, too. Um, so that means Pete technically is going to have a six game winning streak heading into the semifinals. It's just it's just nuts. Worst to first. Well done. Um, yeah, so we didn't have any side bets. I think the side bets have sort of tailed off the whole notion of side bets, but definitely been less of a thing this year. Um, we'll, we'll see how the playoffs works out and all that. Um, I definitely expect some videos from some of you. Uh, and I don't know if we're going to do something where when you drop out of the playoffs, you record a video just for fun, but, um, yeah, we'll see. We still have some people who owe some things and we'll see if debts actually get paid. Uh, gift of the week. I'm going to give this one to Derek, uh, Derek B. Um, if nothing else, uh, he posted this gift. He, he had a lot of good ones this past week, actually. Uh, but these two guys swinging on a motorcycle. So one dude holding onto a rope swing and they were both holding onto a motorcycle that they were riding. And it's just kind of mind boggling when you think about it, because that dude's arms are gripping the rope, holding up his weight, his friend's weight and the motorcycle on the backswing. I just, that's uh, very, very impressive. He doesn't look, he's not super swole or anything. It's not like a, like a bodybuilder son. Um, it's just uh, very impressive. And uh, it's been on repeat uh, on my computer screen for like minutes at a time. So uh, I loved it. And I love you, man. Uh, thanks for the gift. Otherwise, uh, talking about the Cuddler Corner here, it's been a while. I've been traveling so much, you guys. I think the past six or eight weeks I've been on the road for work at least part of the time or, or doing some travel to see family for different holidays or get-togethers. Um, currently, I am in India uh, this weekend, so I won't be able to watch any football. Um, that'll be Monday morning for me, and I'll be working. Um, and Jay Cuddler is just lonely. He's a lonely bones right now. He's listening to Dido, maybe some Marys in India. And missing me, but also I think he might be moving on. He's been with me all season, has not received the cuddles that were promised this season, and uh, frankly, I think he's going to leave me for Pete. Um, he, he's making he's making eyes, and I'm getting jealous. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, um, good luck in the playoffs, those of you who are playing. Enjoy your bye, uh, Beej and Glenn and John and Pete, and uh, we'll catch up soon. So uh, have fun. Go fantasy football. Bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, perfect.